Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to talk to you about doubt and how can we stop feeding the doubt? So I went down a deep dive a few, maybe about six weeks ago on doubt because I was fascinated. Like I'm learning all these things about our subconscious mind, how it works, because it's, you know, it's not as simple to say, just make a different choice and own a different choice. And I, I've used those words. So I know it and I just want to be super real with you. I like to back it up with a little bit of science and see what we can learn along the way, because maybe this will help you to look at your doubt differently. So for right now, I want you to see that doubt is something that is always there. It is something that we all experience, every single one of us. It is, and why do some people just move through it and some don't? So this is the piece that I want to talk about today. It's super powerful, and it actually can stop us before we get started. So. Self-doubt is one of the many faces of fear, like whether we fear being judged, we fear not being good enough, we fear being rejected, we fear failing, we fear um, spiraling, like all of these things continue to spiral and grow self-doubt. We are feeding it. It's very paralyzing and it does stop us. So I'm not playing light on this at all. I just want to break it down as to how can we stop feeding it and how can we use our doubt? as fuel for what we are doing, what we are creating, what what is happening. Okay, so let's dive in. I want to help you to shift this. This is an incredibly powerful emotion. And let's just be real. We've all spent majority of our life feeding it. Whether that is coming from ourselves or from other people in our life, it doesn't matter if it's making us stop following the path that we are meant to follow. It's up to us to do something with it. So the increased feelings of self-doubt is often a sign that we are like on the edge of our comfort zone. We're like taking that step. We're right on the edge of our comfort zone. It's the moment that our ego steps in and says, whoa, 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 what are we doing here? Like, let's stop and think about this. All of our old stories pop up fast, like so fast. They come from our subconscious. So they're split milli milliseconds and they spiral us out of control. So if you're constantly apologizing, If you're a person who is constantly apologizing or second guessing yourself, you've probably spent most of your life feeding the doubt. And this is likely a pattern you've repeated so many different times in your life. I used to be the apologizer. That was just what we did. I mean, I had to, as a kid, I'd say it. It was just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it took a really long time to let that not be the automatic response. So if you do sit in these emotions regularly, then you probably have spiraled in doubt for a big chunk of your life. So let's start by recognizing one quick thing. I've done lots of podcasts on fear, but I want to talk about this here. 
Can we recognize that fear is not real? Can we recognize that it's not real? I didn't say it's not powerful, but that it's not real. We are not our fear. It is not our identity. It is our ego's way of planning ahead into the future and protecting us from pain, discomfort, failure, and growth. It is our ego's way of saying, no, it's much easier to stay small. Let's stay right here. The root of self-doubt is fear. And doubt actually means, like the definition of doubt is to hesitate or waver. So if you think about it, like with doubt, it's like you might get ready to take an action step and you're like, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself and I do it. And you take this one step and it's like, no, wait, that no, no, no. That's like uncomfortable. That's scary. I don't want to do that. And so that's the hesitation and the waiver that comes in. Our brain actually hates uncertainty. It hates it. And it's actually one of the most consistent things that we experience, right? Like the, the only thing certain is change in life because every single thing changes. And we know that we don't have any control over the outcome. We can control how we show up and the energy that we put forth. That's it though. That's it. Change is the only constant. So just because we feel the fear doesn't mean we have to react to it. This is how I want to help you to stop feeding the doubt by changing your reaction to the fear. We can change the fear when we change our response to it. We literally do. We're going to shift where that power goes. As you've heard me say before, you're either feeding the story or you're putting that power back into yourself. Like you're feeding yourself, just one of the two. You're feeding the doubt or you're feeding yourself, the direction, your own personal power of the direction that you are going in. So where do we want to feed it? We want to feed it in that forward direction of where we're going. We want to feed our future possibilities, right? Feed that in that direction because if we're constantly sitting in the fear and doubt in that cycle, we are wasting a tremendous amount of energy that honestly we could be using to create movement in our life. And this is the thing. When our thoughts, when we get our head involved, we think too much and then we stop and we've played out every possible scenario. And it's like, no, it's just easier to stay still, but it's not easier. It's easier this second but we all know that you were feeling either some discomfort and you wanted to create change or your soul was saying, listen, let's get moving. Let's create some opportunities here. Let's go. Either way, you're itching to create the change. So that's the next step. If we create action, we get into action and we move, we will start to stop feeding the doubt. When we start to move, we get into action. We are no longer feeding the doubt. We are actually shifting that and feeding our own belief in ourselves. Okay. We're feeding that belief in ourselves. So, in our brain, I'm going to get a little bit nerdy for a second, but I want to share this piece. The amyg- amygdala center in our brain releases cortisol and adrenaline throughout our body at the very first initial thoughts of fear. Okay. The, the initial thoughts of fear. So, this is your perception of what what you're afraid of, your perception of what could go wrong. The second that happens, our brain releases the cortisol and adrenaline to basically now we're in the immediate fight or flight. We all know, right? We're not in cave time. We're not like being chased by a tiger. We're not being chased by a bear. We are literally creating in real time. This is real. We're creating this fear. So once the amygdala triggers the flow of our stress hormones in our body, we start to experience that feeling as being chased by like a wild animal. Our subconscious brain doesn't know the difference. So one of the only ways to change this is to consciously bring attention to it. We have our conscious and our sub and our subconscious brain. Our conscious brain 
is the thinker, the planner, the analytical piece, and our subconscious, which is 95% of our capacity for thoughts and beliefs. That portion of our brain is where all of these old patterns and beliefs have, they've basically been just anchored in and holding on. They've just been anchored in and holding on. So when we can bring our conscious brain to the attention, like bring attention to it, that then activates, okay, last nerdy section here, that activates our frontal cortex. And once that happens, this is the higher order of thinking or a decision-making part of our brain. Now, once we consciously activate it, we're cutting the roof of our fear. Now, listen, it's like that roadblock. Yeah, it's not there. It's not there. So we have to bring our conscious brain to the equation. We do that first with awareness, right? We do this with awareness and understanding that that fear is not real. It's actually not real. I don't need to panic in that way. Um, This can be also in the way that if you've ever had the experience where your body starts to feel anxiety, maybe it's shortness of breath, chest tightness. It's like anticipation of what is going to be happening. The fear sets in and your body starts to actually have a physiological response and no fear has presented itself. Nothing has actually come in your way. No tiger chasing you. I'm not making fun of you, just so you know that, because this is literally what my brain goes through. Just sharing. So when we do this, if we can bring our conscious brain to it, we can see it in now that logical sense that this this fear is not real. So now all of a sudden it's like, no, I'm actually going to break that pattern because it's actually not real. And when we do that and bring awareness to it, we change the process. We immediately learn to change what happens in our body through breath work, through meditation, through any of the NLP tools to calm, rewire our subconscious brain. We change how that happens. So I'm going to be actually doing this in a two-part series because it's a long one. And I, I wanted to make sure I could cover both, um, both pieces of it. So for now, your homework, the thing that I would love for the takeaways or to hear how it lands for you is how can you stop feeding the doubt? How can you add and apply your conscious brain to the doubt that shows up the doubt that happens, the fear that follows, the adrenaline, the cortisol that is released, and how you get into this immediate fight or flight, and then you stop doing everything. Essentially, what happens is that we do actually become almost addicted to this cortisol feeling, this anxiety feeling. I'm not saying that anxiety is not real, because it is, but we actually can create these scenarios, which is why sometimes we end up on repeat patterns over and over. So in this space, we can shift this. We can shift this and start to look at it and go, okay, now I see it. It's not real. I'm totally fine. And I'm going to bring my conscious attention to it. So I am not choosing. I don't choose to feed the doubt. I'm not feeding the doubt. Instead, I'm going to feed myself and I'm going to learn how to calm my my nervous system down, my subconscious brain down so that I can know that I'm safe. One of the things that gives me comfort is saying like, I am safe because I am safe, but this gives me comfort. So whatever gives you comfort there, I am safe. I am like, I, I am, this idea would not drop down for me if it wasn't for me. I'm more than ready for it. I am supported by the universe. Incredible people and opportunities are going to come my way as I step into this role. I can't screw this up. It's meant for me. I know I can do this. And feeding that and then surrounding yourself with people who will only continue to feed this as well. That is how you're going to stop feeding the doubt. And when we do that, 
then we can start to see the doubt differently because it's as soon as you start to uh, recognize that that doubt is there, you can see it. And then also looking at the other piece of it is how many other times has this shown up and when have you acted and proven that you were fine? Because I don't care who you are. You've all come through an incredibly difficult day experience or challenge that you never thought that you would ever thought that you would. And you did. So even now, logically, I have days where I can feel this anxiety come up, all these feelings, all these emotions. And it's like, oh my God, I can't do that. That's crazy. I can't do that. That's huge. I'm going to stop and think, all right, when in my life have I come through something that I never thought that I could, and I did, or something that was even bigger than this, and I did. And I start looking for proof. My, I bring my conscious brain to part of it the, the conversation, like right to that frontal cortex. And I'm like, I look for the proof and I find the proof. And I'm like, see, you did this before. You did this before. You are fine. You are fine. You are safe. You are more than safe. And that is a way to break the pattern. If you can at least break the pattern of stopping feeding the doubt. Oh, I, I keep saying that wrong, but stop feeding the doubt. If you can break that pattern, you will change how your body reacts because you're interrupting the pattern. And honestly, this pattern is not serving you and it needs to go. It honestly needs to go. So that is part one. And it's all about how we're going to break the pattern of feeding the doubt. Next, we're going to take this into a plant analogy that's going to come in the next solo episode. And I'm just going to give you some tips and tools and a couple of tricks to allow your subconscious brain to see this differently and respond differently. So I would love to know any feedback, please like feel free to tag me, share on social media or send me a message because I know that this is a topic I've asked a bunch of questions about and I've gotten a lot of responses. So I'm here cheering you on at all times. If you love this talk on the subconscious brain, on the NLP tools and techniques, and you want to learn more of how to take these tools to rewire and support your own self subconscious brain, then I invite you to join the waitlist for the coaching certification waitlist. It is coming. The doors are opening for a presale at the end of August, August 24th, I believe. And what we're doing is this is a presale for a board recognized certification program to start in 2023. If you have ever desired to learn how to speak authentically, share your story, be in a space of allowing yourself to actually show up in your business, use your voice on a podcast, write a book, any of those things, these tools will support you and you'll be able to use these in your business as well. If you want to join me, the wait list is in the show notes and I would love to have you there. Thank you so much for being here and thanks for playing along with all of this detailed content. Wait till the next episode and I'm going to give you some very tangible tools and tricks to shift this. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.